Hey guys, this is Izzy. Wagwan, this is your girl, Big Mish. And today we have Jamaican-born, Canadian-living Natasha Renee with us. How are you, Natasha? How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, you know, I'm Tanana Maya. Was it Tanayaya? Oh, is that what Doug Ford? Quoted by Doug Ford. When did you come here? Because I know you said you were Jamaican-born. Um, I actually came to Canada when I was six months. So I was a newborn. Oh. I was, I'm pretty much Canadian when you think about it. But um, my family, I think even though people may not be born in Jamaica, if you have Caribbean parents, you're born in Jamaica because the household, they run it like a Jamaican household. The things you eat, the way you're raised, the rules you have. Yeah, the culture is reflected like back in the home. Yeah. So you're like basically you reflected as a Jamaican as well. There you go. So I, I still consider myself the same. And I have the dual citizenship. So it's like, you know. Now that we're actually speaking about the Caribbean versus Canada. It just makes yeah. sense to go right into the trending topic that we found online. So I'm pretty uh-huh. sure you have been seeing, you know, the prime, you have been seeing the prime minister talking about restrictions for flights, especially in Mexico and the Caribbean. Now, yeah. we've also done some research on that. And we noticed that, you know, the government has decided to cancel all flights until April 30th. Canada is also making it mandatory for international travelers. To quarantine in a hotel at their own cost. So basically, you have to pay. And it has to be approved by the government in order to stay in that specific mm-hmm. hotel. So we just wanted to know your input on that. So there is some form of restriction. And as of January 31st, 2021, we are unable to travel. There is some form of restriction. You cannot go to Mexico or the Caribbean. So you can't go for a little relaxation. You can't visit a family member there. So I wanted yeah. to know... How exactly you feel about that? What's your input? What's your intake? I have uh, mixed feelings. On one side, I feel frustrated because I feel like last year when people found out about COVID being a thing since December of 2019, right? Because when I was at work, I remember a coworker, you know, they're all into the news talking about what was going on. And I was actually wearing a mask since January 2020. Yeah, it's been going on for a year. And people were looking at me crazy, like, why do you have a mask on? I'm like, well, I live in a dominant Korean area. I'm like, and, you know, it's not to say that I'm judging people that are there, but I'm hearing that it's coming from, like, you know, China and this and that. And I'm using, like, the GO train to get into the city, and I don't know who's traveled. These people around me have a lot of money to travel. They're more likely to go out than anyone else. It was not so much, oh, because they're Chinese, they must have corona. I was more so, you guys got enough money to go everywhere you want. You've been on a plane. I need to be protected against you guys jet-setting. So... I feel like when people knew this was happening for like six months, people were still allowing flights in from the place that was literally making the world stop. And I thought, why are you guys doing that? Why didn't you stop flights then? Why weren't you testing at the airport? Why were you just letting thousands of people come from all these places and then get to this point where now, you know, businesses are suffering? But how would they actually test at the airport? How would they actually do that? How would you test them at the airport? Would you swear? They have have rapid testing at airports now. Now. But the new thing that they're doing is before you before you even come back to Canada, you have to get tested That's wherever you are. And then when you come exactly. back under these new rules, you have to get you have to while you're awaiting testing, you have to pay two thousand dollars to stay in your hotel. Yeah. And for me, my question was, which hotel costs two thousand dollars for three days? And why is it that it has to be approved by the government? The government has to have which a say in which this? hotel you stay in. Because it's a quarantine facility at that point. It's not like a hotel. It's like you have to it's stay there to quarantine. Yeah. So my question was, was, if you have to pay, like, why are we covering the cost of, because it's 2000 covers security to make sure you don't leave. Shouldn't they be covering that? 
I think it's best to you take over it. You should be under their expense. But you know, I, do you know, usually there's some form of repercussion whenever you rebel on something. So that's how I think the government is kind of seeing things. That's just an assumption in my eyes. See, for example, if you decide to fly out during these times, it's like they're saying, okay, if you're coming back, it's under you. You're going to pay for everything. But just yeah. based on the experience and just based on conversations that I've had with persons, I would say it's not the best yeah. idea to travel. I get that it's very tempting. Just me, just as an individual yeah. living in Canada, I can tell you it's very tempting. I really want to leave. I want to go for relaxation. Oh. Just stay away from all of this. Yeah. But it's just not beneficial from both parties. So say, for example, just my conversation that I've had with persons in the Caribbean, I can more speak on the Jamaican side because mm-hmm. I understand that their source of income, it comes from tourism and also from parties. So they are benefiting from persons flying in. Mm-hmm. However, they have to deal with the repercussions yeah. of actually dealing with persons who may have COVID and it might be you yeah. know, contracted. So, you know, persons might end up yeah. with COVID and then it's going to affect the whole country. Last time I went somewhere was last year in June. I did skip out during a time, but it was family related. I had to go deal with something in the States and I came back. I was low. I didn't post no pictures. I didn't even go outside where I went. It was literally just dealing with my family and coming right back home. And when I came home, I was on two week quarantine. And when I tell you these people call me every day, um, every two days. What was it like being under quarantine when they're calling? What exactly is the conversation? That's what made me never travel again, because I was like, I literally felt like I was losing my mind by day four, day 12. The first two days, I'm like, oh, this is soft. I'm in the house all the time after. But when you realize you can't even go to the grocery store, you can't even step in front of your condo to get some air like that for me was like crazy i'm the only COVID. one who even fears coughing yeah. in this generation oh, yeah, you now can't cough in even when you cough you in can't public, cough. public i'll hold it in people are you like no Girl, I'll, be you public, I'll be in public and like you feel a tickle in the back of your throat like, and you're like hold it I let it out. I, I let it out in like little bursts like, 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 it's funny because i do that you have to let it out like a little bit just to get rid of that scratching feeling at the back of your throat yeah, but you know what my thing is? I'm just wondering, like, how come the government is restricting flights to, they call it the sunny, su- sun destinations, but not Miami? Because I, I think this has to do with spring break. I would say America's wild. And, like, Atlanta and Texas is doing whatever they That's want. That's what I'm saying. It's actually making me a little upset. Because I'm like, how come there's no rules over there? Like, is it, is it like a whole different country in those states? So, like, I know they're confused. Yeah, like, so on? my thing is, the COVID rates in, like, the Caribbean, it's it's there. COVID is there, but mm-hmm. it's not as bad as the States. So by mm-hmm. Canada restricting flights from those sun sun um countries, now we're off. If people want to travel for a spring break, they're going to travel. They're going to go to where it's open, which is the States, they definitely who know. have a higher COVID rate. So like this makes no sense to me. I think the UK is open as well. I think they restricted flights. They restricted, yeah. I think they restricted flights just because of the new variant, which yeah. um I think the vaccine oh, yeah, is less effective against. you know i just think right now it's a time to save money just give it like my thing is this i know that this is something i feel they should have done last year so we could have i feel like summer shouldn't have opened up last year if i'm gonna keep it real even though i'm a summer baby i was i I know i wasn't gonna enjoy it but i was thinking we're gonna just keep this lockdown thing going until like the winter and then be free up in 2021 but instead they opened it up because of the economy, because of the money they wanted to make, because they thought it was warm outside, we can go outside. But I really honestly feel like if we would have just stuck it out like the other places in Europe that did it, and then now they're all good, we would have been a farther along in healing the country. But instead, they opened up, 
close, open up, close. Okay, now we're doing malls, but we're just doing this. Like, there was too much going on. Adam, so yeah, now, I don't think the planning is, it doesn't make sense to me because the way COVID, the way it's spreading in Ontario, it's not even from people who are returning from travel. It's like community transmission. It's spreading through the community. So it's like, first of all, what, what's restricting flights going to do? Except prevent people from seeing their family. Like, I think this is has a negative impact on immigrants. Yeah. Right? We're Jamaican. We have family in Jamaica. Yeah. Now we, we can't know, see them. And we all know Canada is almost like a melting pot. Yeah. So we have a lot of immigrants. So now at people, a different country. People, so now yeah. everyone has to wait for a but long time. But it's like, so they're, they're preventing us, which I kind of get. But at the same time, like, what are we doing about local transmission? Like, yeah. I think we're, we started way too late when it came to the lockdowns and stuff. We started way too late. Like, you had LCBO open the whole time the fuck do we need alcohol and the lines for? were long Th- those lines, lines i went to lcbo not too long ago long. i think it was it, new it year the lines wrapped yeah. around the entire building there was no there was no spaces between the people so i'm like and everyone was waiting patiently That's not because, <laughs> why is lcbo essential they said it's Sorry. essential because alcoholics when they're going through like their withdrawal symptoms like when they're mm. they can't get access to the alcohol they're going to have to go to the hospital, which is going to put a burden oh. on the healthcare system. That's why they said it's essential. Okay, I, That's that, what that they said. <laughs> I think it's a little bit of that, but I mean, do we have yeah. any alcohol? Do we really like, have? what are the I rates mean, of, of alcohol addiction? Alcohol that, yeah, at a higher rate during this time, wouldn't that maybe increase their health risks and things? Because, I mean, you're drinking, you're not going to the hospital, you're drinking every single day, and people are getting depressed for real. And the alcohol was numbing for them, right? So... It's a lot. I don't want to blame people because I don't think any of us were prepared for this. But um, I think all of us feel frustrated, a little hurt, a little scared, a little confused. Um, and now we're just getting really impatient. And I think that's something that um, we all feel. And a lot of the people telling us to stay in were in Mexico, too. So, <laughs> you know, what's funny, <laughs> though, about those countries. So I saw a tweet that said going on vacation during the pandemic is big colonizer energy. But like um, Big Niche said, a lot of countries depend on tourism. Like I know countries in the Caribbean, Asia and Europe, they were kind of enticing um, Mm -hmm. tourists to come. They were saying, you know, two for one deal. We'll pay for your flight. We'll pay for your trips because they want people to come. So it's kind of like there's no government. There's no alignment between the global governments. Like, can you rob them? I know. That's what I'm saying. It's a huge amount of coming into those That's what I'm saying. So some countries are saying don't travel. And then some countries are saying please come like we need your money so it's like i feel yeah. like in order to solve this we just need all the governments to agree on one to thing. agree yeah. on something because you can't have one government saying don't travel and then another government saying please come but remember each country has their own way of building investments and building funds right yeah. and in the caribbean for example or asia or europe depending on where you go the investments of tourism tourism is, is big tourism really is big, big. yeah so you can actually build a lot of money in those countries versus Canada. I get that, but, is not that but my big. thing is like they can find other ways of building their money. But like, let's say so. Let's say Canada doesn't want people to travel, and then people are online, they're home, they're seeing these ads saying, you know, two for one deal, we'll pay for your half your trip, blah blah blah. People are gonna find their way to travel. They're gonna go to the states and they're gonna travel from there. That's what so, I'm people will always find their ways to travel. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. And I just I can't wait like, until all of this is over so we can go to the clubs, have some fun, have oh some of the God, drinks, dress up, see our sneaky fun. links. See our sneaky links. <laughs> <laughs> now that we're actually on that topic, girl, how did you come up with that title for your song? That's a really nice song, well, by the way. 
Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, sneaky links. I actually, I'm one of those people that I listen to a beat and whatever mood it puts me in, that's what I write about. I don't, I know some people's writing process is different. Like they're like, yo, I'm gonna write about sneaky links and they go in there and they just know that I listen to the beat, whatever mood it puts me in. That's what I, I write about now. You exactly. Create songs, your beats. I actually find them mostly from producers that advertise online. So there's um, Beatstar as well as YouTube. And I just go through the producers that I like the most. Um, they have like hundreds of beats and they make new beats almost daily. Has anyone so ever sent always... you a beat exclusively for you to jump on? Yes. Did you yeah, like definitely. it? Did you like the beat? Like, almost every. Do you want to give them a shout out Sometimes for it? I do, sometimes. Do you want to give them a shout out? Not, I mean, there's <laughs> Why Not. I've known him for years. He sent me good, um, his name is Why Not. Okay. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> yeah, Why Not, he sent me. His stuff is um, amazing. Um, my, um, I would say my management, um, right now I'm independent, but he's still act, like my acting manager, I would say. Um, he, uh, sends me beats too that are pretty good as well, but he sends me like a whole track dump and I just kind of go through them. But I'm, I like to kind of pick my own. I think sometimes I don't always know what I'm looking for, but I, if I listen to enough, I'll find it. Are there any producers that you have your eye on that you would love to work with? Um, definitely our, our Canadian boy, Wanda. He, um, I think he's a very humble person, um, and he's really talented at what he does. He gives so much back to the city. He's always trying to put people on, help people out, giving information. Um, so just his vibe alone is something that makes me he's want to work with him. He's very talented as well. Very, very talented. Yeah, yeah like, and, and he's, I just like, I like that because I think sometimes when people become successful, sometimes they become a little bit arrogant he's always been so approachable so kind and i think when i when it comes to at least for me working with someone i look at personality over talent and if you're a really good person to work with the energy is so important in a studio you need to be with someone who gives that like loving energy that positive energy that perfectionist energy and it really can make a song so much better so it's funny you definitely. say that because i was watching an interview with shaggy you know who shaggy is right you, you all know shaggy. I do. okay you know shaggy. <laughs> i love how you answered so rude i know <laughs> Yeah, he was saying, like he was saying, like when it comes to him choosing who he wants to work with, he goes by energy yeah. and vibes because there's no, there's no point working with someone like with talent, but their vibe is just all wrong. So yeah. he just goes by energy and vibe for the most part. Can you just imagine having an amazing energy in the room? That work must be so fantastic much, yeah. when it's all done. So much better, so, so much better. And um, I've always been a, a shy recorder. Um, there was a time where, uh, like, if someone asked me to sing, I would tell the person turn around and it was like the weirdest weirdest why were you shy you can't what tell exactly was you shy? i could never I was, tell either i was i'm not shy to talk but i was shy to sing and i don't know why shy but I was so- your videos oh your singing your cover videos have i think the last one i watched had forty thousand views i think you were singing a beyonce song in that one or bryson taylor yeah. it's easy to do youtube because i'm singing to a camera and i just close my eyes and upload it but when it's like in front of somebody, it's like different because what makes you feel shy like, whenever you're singing. I don't know. It's just it's because it's so intimate. When I'm on stage and there's like a bunch of people, hundreds of people in the audience, I'm not shy at all because the light's so bright I can't even see them. But if it was one person that like babe sing for me, I'm like um. <laughs> but ladies, we have to move on to the next trending topic. So I saw online that there's a Toronto fashion designer. Who made a coat with two thousand dollars stuffed inside? Did you see this online? I didn't. I'm gonna try to find a picture and show you. Bomb. No. I, I said I would bomb. wear that, except except if I wore it, so I'd be a walking me. target. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a see-through jacket, 
and I'll it show has you. $20 yeah. bills throughout the jacket. I'm thinking 120 because yeah. it's $2,000. It is it actually glued inside or is it it's like sewed i'm gonna show you it's I'm sewed gonna... inside the jacket so she is a canadian fashion designer her name is okay. d silky and she is okay. a big fashion designer and she created the clothing but how she ended up creating this clothing it's mm-hmm. so interesting because she actually went online and asked for funds she did a i believe it was an instagram post the person started yeah. to send her money and there she is doing her her own fashion design. So everyone sent her the money. She stuffed the the, the jacket, and then now it's a big hit. Yeah, and the Super thing is, I don't think she did it like to sell. She did it to make a statement. So she was her statement was that a lot of Canadian designers they have their money tied up in their inventory, and it was kind of a statement against fast fashion. So like if you yeah. basically telling you to support the small um, businesses and small designers because. They really struggle with finding supply and at the same time offering low yeah. low prices to their customers. So a lot of the times their money's tied up in inventory. And if people are, they keep going to like Fashion Nova, which I'm guilty. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> but like people who, look, when you go to places like Fashion Nova, it's harder for these small businesses to like succeed. So, and yeah. it's funny that I like, I should be making an effort to su- support these businesses because we had our our small clothing business over was it two summers ago it was two summers two ago. summers ago and yeah. like so we know the problem of finding a supply that will give yeah. you a certain amount for a certain price like mm-hmm. it's a lot of effort so yeah she did this to kind of say you know support small designers i yeah. just like that everyone was supporting her i would wear so, the, yeah. i i would love to wear the jacket you could never walk outside in toronto with that jacket i would yeah, I, probably wouldn't, I don't even like wear things that say the label all over it. I usually like things that are a bit more conservative. So I probably would not see myself wearing something that actually has money during a time when people are struggling to even make money. Um, I wouldn't, I personally would not wear a jacket that had money inside. Would I support her business? Absolutely. So would I know, know I know she wants she wants an A-list celebrity to wear the jacket and then she wants to put it in a museum. Oh, she'll find Which one. celebrity do you think should wear it? A-list? Yeah. The Lloyd, obvious, I, I don't want to say the obvious to, dream. It has to be. The weekend. The weekend. It has to be. Leon. So, Justin Bieber. Justin oh, Bieber yes, could Justin, wear that. Tor- yeah, you said Tori. Yeah, Tori. Okay, what colors Bieber. now? What colors do you see like Drake getting? Because if you think of money, let's. she has the green $20. I think Drake would look good in the $50. Like the red, pink. Yeah. And I can... So if you look at the jacket, it's kind of clear and see-through. I can see the see-through yeah. in a red tone color. Too. With the $50 bills With the under? With in there. That would be... Yeah. Or like the brown hundreds. Her <laughs> <laughs> I would I would say a celebrity I would see in that would be Floyd Money Mayweather because he's so yes. Yeah, I can see him being a person that would yes. love to wear. Yes, anyone who puts money in their name or you know money bags, anybody who's just focused on showing their wealth, I think that they would be. It would it would make sense for their brand. I can see know? them in the brown one. So like if she stuffed it with hundred dollar bills, I can see yeah. like Floyd in a brown jacket. Speaking of Drake and Tori, I know you yeah. said you wanted to collab with them. In one of your past interviews, you you said you would love to collab with yeah. them. Is is your answer still the same? Like if we were to ask you today, mm-hmm. um, I still think both are really talented. Um, Tori Lanez is a very, very, very talented uh, rapper. I would say I wouldn't even just classify him as a rapper because he sings as well, and he writes, and he arranges, and he produces. So he's like a multi-talented person, and it's he's accomplished so much for someone coming from Canada. And I feel like. 
our city, like you really have to go so much harder because we didn't really have that platform like people have in New York or Atlanta or Texas or LA. Like you really have to go to those places, make the connection. So when I see someone from here doing well, I know that their hustle is just different. Which of your songs, which of your songs could you see Drake on? Sneaky Links, Forever. Sneaky links is, is, is I would say sneaky links for him because he he likes to talk about link <laughs> sneaky linking himself <laughs> and he's kind of low key too so sneaky yeah. links would be perfect. Okay, so we're gonna move to the next topic. It is if we're linking. So the if we're linking segment, we talk about relationships. So mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you a question, and we just need your input on that. <laughs> okay. So give me a second. <laughs> And then okay. for the listeners who don't know what linking is, because we've been saying if we're linking in yes, the segment, I but it's such a coincidence too. But yeah. nobody knows what that means. Yeah, and I feel like I we just assumed. About my song for a second. Huh? <laughs> I was like, when you said linking, I thought you were like just talking about sneaky links. I was like, what? It actually goes right in, but like if linking. So in Jamaica, link like when you're linking someone, is are you sleeping with them? Are you dating that. with them? Can we? Date I think no one really knows. Yeah, it depends. It's like a slang. So like yeah. you're linking someone, it's like. Yeah, so not just chilling with somebody, but link, like, you guys are linking, it's, you guys are messing around. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can see that way, okay. you're messing around. So my mer- <laughs> my first question is going to be, a woman cheating once is the equivalent of a man cheating 137 times. What do you think about that statement? Oh, uh, that's just stupidness. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It, it just, it's, it's, it's really... I think they have to be joking when they say that. It was on but a Justin think- L.A. boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. But the most toxic page. <laughs> you know, some of his posts have some kind of truth. Some kind of them. truth. A little bit of truth. You know what it is? I think when I look at that, like if we're going to look at it and dig deep, I think what they're trying to say is that, I think it's that they hold women in a higher regard than themselves. Let's be real. I think it's a form of respect that they're saying. You can look at it negatively like, oh, F them. They're being freaking, you know, narcissists. But I think they're really saying that. We look at women in such a high regard. We know they're better than us. We know they're more faithful than us. We know they're less likely to do dog ass shit that if they were to cheat, it would feel like us being cheated on by, um, you know, 137 or whatever number they gave because it's that more devastating because they really look at us as a peer. Or is it that you men know, just, think that women are always emotionally that's, I connected? That's it. I think that's I it. I think that's it. Men just <laughs> think okay, women so are always things. in their feelings. One, men can't handle I, when a woman de- gives like does what they do. And two, I feel like, is there truth though? Like, can a woman cheat without being emotionally involved? Because they say Absolutely. when a woman cheats, the relationship is done. Absolutely. I will say it's a small percentage, but <laughs> definitely a woman can do it. Yeah, they say when a woman cheats, the relationship is over. But when a man cheats, apparently, yeah, it's I think it's- over and over again. So. <laughs> I think it really is case by case, you know, because I've seen cases where a woman has cheated and a man has taken her back and actually loved her more. <laughs> do so tell yeah i think that, and, um, i've seen some do tell i think it's i, I mean i know it's not my own situation no. yeah <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> yeah no i think the saying i think the whole emotional thing i think they're saying like when a woman cheats it means she's no longer in love with the guy because the theory is like, if a woman is in love yeah they're saying if a woman is yeah. in love she won't cheat that's what I, I think that's what the the quote is saying so if a woman cheats, it's that much worse because it means she's over you. Meanwhile, men can just slip and fall into vagina. But is it that men think that women are trying to entertain men on a different level versus how they would entertain a woman? So when a woman is entertaining a man, it. it hurts. Because they say it's just physical for them where they think it's like 
emotional. They say women are emotional cheaters, men are just physical. And I just think if I'm going to be real, I feel cheating, period, whether it's a man or woman, because I'm not going to say, um, I don't feel like I need to box and fight to say who should be able to cheat or who shouldn't. I think if you're going to be in a relationship as adults, be committed. If that is an exclusive situation, if you want to run the streets and just be casual, focus on your career and just keep it as a sexual, we chill, we don't, that's fine too. I think being honest in your communication is important. I think trying to be like, who should cheat better? I don't even care about that. I just, I feel like I like to be around people who are honest. Do you think that all <laughs> women can handle that all kind right. of truth? Men or women? Women. Do you think women can handle all, that kind of truth? I don't know if all women do it. Cause I, I've also, I'm also a big person on minding my business. <laughs> so I don't even try to find out what other women are doing. Cause I feel like I start to get in the competition of weird stuff. But for me, I like to be honest because transparency for me is important because it's one of my values, right? I like to be honest with people. Cause if you're not honest with me and I find out you have like a wife or, or someone comes to me as a woman, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to be on road with you. I'm going to feel embarrassed. I'm going to be like, wow. Like I didn't even want to be a side girl. I didn't even want to take someone's man. I don't like people's man. Like, <laughs> I don't want that. So I like to be honest with people. If I'm getting to know someone, I'll be honest. If I'm with someone, I'll be honest. I feel like I'm confused on what sneaky link means. I see it all the time and I like the song, oh. but it's like, what is a sneaky link? <laughs> Is it someone you're not supposed to be seeing? Or is it... Why do you ask that? Because I think a lot of people, when they hear my song, they think I'm encouraging to hook up with someone's boyfriend yeah, what is or be with link? someone. Sneaky Link has the definition for most people as being with someone you're not supposed to be with or being with someone you don't want anyone to know that you're dating. The way I've written the song more so is I had a relationship in the past where I was uh, showing it on social media. And I decided in myself after ending that relationship, I didn't ever want to be on the internet with my relationship because I feel like it just opens you to so much scrutiny. People asking questions that are kind of weird, like why, why do you need to know that? And I also had to realize, hey, well, you put it out there. So they need the update. You're like their Netflix. Tell them where he is. He why'd you stop posting him? Where his pictures go? And I had to get out of my own ignorance and realize, well, they they care because they've seen it, right? So sneaky link for me is about getting to know somebody, really enjoying their company, like just wanting to be with them without including the world around me at first. It's not to say this is my like firm belief on dating to be sneaking around with people is more so to say I'm dating somebody I'm going to show you his wrist you might see his ankle but you're not going to see his face because I don't really know him all the way yet so we're sneakily linking until I see that this person is someone I can bring out and say hey this is his face this is him did any y'all ladies know him is he yours no okay perfect I'm not embarrassed but in the beginning the sneaky link for me is literally how I date. A lot of women I go through that, though. A lot of women date guys, I'm try to figure them out. And then when you feel locked in, that's where you kind of show his face. Really? I see the enough. opposite. I see women showing but off I'm their boyfriends the first the week. Yeah. I've seen women with, <laughs> no, like, I'm not even going to say a number because I don't want anyone to feel bad about how many boyfriends you have. That's fine. But it's like, why are you showing them off? If you know, if you know you have a history of breaking up with your boyfriends, like, a month in... Why are you showing show them him. off that quickly? Do not show him. Because now it's like, I don't even know. Him until everything I'm losing track. I don't know if you're showing. Yeah, I'm just losing track now. <laughs> just don't show it. I, I, in situations yeah, like that, if you're having a boyfriend probably every month, then take your time. Yeah, you, you don't need to show social media. You don't need media. to show who you're speaking to. You can have your 12 boyfriends. Just don't show them off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think some people just kind of like the attention as well. Like they like 
some people are really just in love with love. Yeah. And I think maybe some of the people who are um, maybe switching partners, I don't think anybody gets in with the intention to switch, you know, unless they're just like a, I don't know what you call that. Yeah, <laughs> serial creator or something. I don't know. But I think they all go in with the intention, especially if they're going to show it because they want it to last. And I also think it's kind of, um, it's kind of strong. Like you have to be a pretty strong personality and pretty confident to know you're being judged and to know that people are seeing your failures and you're not shy to show, yeah, this one ended too. I think that's kind of dope a little bit. I don't have that particular I don't have that confidence. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have it. I need to cry in the shower where no one knows if it's water or tears. But I will say for the girl who keeps gunning after every failed relationship and letting us see her fall and get back up, I'm like, well, damn, you just, you just, you always got a man. I guess you have something. Something's going on with you. So, I mean, it's also a part that's whatever, but at least she, I'll say they keep a man. You know what I mean? There's always somebody on, on you know, it's, it's, it's two ways to look at it, you know? Judging them, but I'll say you got to be a pretty strong woman to, to let us see you failing that many times and feel no kind of shame at all or no ways. Like, I'd love to get, no, I wouldn't. I don't want to show all my men online, but I'll I would show love the elbow of all of them. That way, if or I have, twi- if I have 12 <laughs> boyfriends, if I have 12 boyfriends, you're not going to know because they all have the same looking elbow. Yeah. You would never even and catch me showing anyone. I'm way too private. Yeah, I don't and if I actually show your yeah. face, best yeah. believe he was a I keeper. Was, he was say, different. I probably <laughs> got to know different people, but I think if I were as open, I would probably get judged as harshly. So some the reason why I don't judge him because I'm like, well, I was getting to know other people too. So I'm probably just as bad as her, but I just don't show it. You know what I mean? It's discreet. So, so what about so public embarrassment like, in the sense of cheating? What if a man is cheating publicly? How do you think women should deal with those situations? I don't think a woman should deal with the situation at all. I think once you have a person who has, and it's so much, it's, it's not even about what the public, the public, take the public out of it. It's just, this person has told you they're committed to the relationship and they've decided to dishonor that. They've decided to make you look ridiculous, not just to other people, but just to yourself. You know what I mean? You gave them a level of your heart, a level of your trust, and you literally threw it in the fucking wherever you threw it. So I, I would just say women shouldn't deal with that. But I know some women think differently. They think, well, things happen. There's highs and lows. till so death do us part if they're married. And I can understand and respect that as well. But I think if you're just dating and you're, you're a young woman and you're doing your thing, why are you putting up with that? Especially if you're a good ass, like, find a new man. You don't have to be out here having people making you look stupid. Like, mm-hmm. no. And I think if a man sees that you stay with him, I was men just know about it? to say that men know who they no, can take for, take advantage of. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> we might say that they don't have sense, but trust me, men are some intelligent. You say that. I say that all the time. Men are smart. They're extremely they smart. Are men are. So they like to smart. act like they're stupid, but yes. they're very. They're, they're very observant. Oh, yeah. They're great actors. They know exactly what they want, who they want, when they want it. They know. They know. They know. So that's why I don't tiptoe with them because I'm like you. You are smart, and if I'm gonna date you, you really are smart. Because I don't just go for looks. I don't go for money. I'm going for intelligence, and then everything is under that. So if I'm dating you, I already think that you are more intelligent than most people. So if, when you do the little fuckery, it's so much more rude because I know you know better, right? So I personally think if it's public and you guys are out there sharing your relationship and showing people, hey, we're together, and you're cheating on them, it's disrespectful. And for me, I would just look at them away even if i stayed i think in the back of my mind i'm a cancer 
I'm never going to forget it. I'm always going to look at you sideways. I'm always going to, every time you go outside, I'm going to be like, oh, he's at his friend's house. But then I'm going to think, is he really at his friend's house? And I think that level of insecurity that creeps in after forgiving a cheater, I don't want to live with that. Yeah, when the, so once the trust is gone, it's hard to get back. Okay, so we would like to know who are you listening to right now? Um, so it could be a Canadian artist. Uh, Gillian. I hope I said it right. Um, Gillian, Gillian. Oh, yeah. He has a soulful voice. Like, really soulful. Yeah. Love his song. Uh, my favorite by him is World Recreated. Um, I, I listen to that, like, on repeat. I'm also listening to a girl. Um, I think she's in the UK. Her name is... I think it's Tana Major 9. I, I, I know I'm messing it up. I don't remember her name, but... She, I'll, I'll tell y'all later so you can put it in there. But it's... Um, she has a song called Exclusively. And I love it so much. Those UK artists and are really talented. They yeah, are. she's so good. She's so good. And um, who else do I listen to? Um, Lucky Day. I love Lucky Day and, and Rick Ross. Those are R&D like, or Rick Ross? I listen to Rick Ross like every single day. Really? <laughs> I do. I love I like Lucky Day. I often not in this generation. tell you the last time I listened to a Rick Ross song. I listened to a Rick Ross song yesterday, actually. Really? Here I, I am. Finished. I actually can't tell you the last time I listened to him. I had my face, but... I had my face, too. What about you? What are you listening to? So, currently, I'm listening to Midnight and Kid J West. And the song is called Brown Baby. Sometimes these artists get me a little bit excited. Because um, there was a lot of wordplay. It was very intriguing. Because he started off referring to Brown Baby by Nina Simone. It's more of a 1960s song. So, he started off Mm -hmm. his intro that way. And then he started to wordplay. It was very clever. He said he's feeling like he's Biggie, but he's a brown boy. So he gave me that cocky Biggie feel. But if you see this man, he kind of looks Indian, which is a reference to being yeah, a brown boy. brown boy. So it was really good. I really liked that wordplay that he did there. It was it really it was really slick. Yeah, I need to listen to that. I'm yeah, listen to that it's I'm... really good. You need to listen, girls. Brown boy. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna look it up yes, as well. yes. for me so we listen to a lot of toronto music i listen to more toronto mm-hmm. hip-hop she's the you know the r&b girl so yeah. if r&b girl <laughs> i barely listen to r&b i wish i did though a lot of people don't like so i listen to a lot of toronto music but yes, a lot of people don't know where to start when it comes to toronto music there's a good playlist on spotify it's called no politics if you ever like okay. want to explore toronto hip-hop but who i'm listening to right now tuck and Ace, and the song is called What a Mess. They already had a what song a- called Hop Out a couple months ago, and it was a banger. And now they have another banger, and I think one of the guys is like 16 or 17. Honestly, they could be one of like the hottest duos in the city if they keep up their um, consistency. When it comes to uh, people in the city that I've listened to their songs a lot, um, Where You Are by Savannah Ray. I, oh, I do play that often. You know Savannah Ray is good. And I like her. Um, By the way, she has a great album, Opia. Opia is good. For some reason, I was like in the in the um, shower today, and it was just in my head, like the hook. Which like, one? It's the TNT girls. TNT Ooh, ladies. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, I was like, like Torin. Like it was just stuck in my head. Yes. <laughs> I don't even know all the words. That's a banger I too. I, 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 I think they have an the album word. coming out soon, but the song they just yeah. released. Yeah. It's stuck in my head. I will say that. Like, I literally was just randomly just singing it in my head this morning. And I was like, I like that song, you know? So Izzy said in an episode that their songs make her feel like a savage. Yeah. Like, sometimes, you know, when you're getting dressed, you just want to feel like a savage. <laughs> okay. We would like to play a game with you. It's called Sneaky Links. So, it's... Ah. 
in reference to <laughs> okay. your song, Sneaky Links. So we're going to talk about the sneaky links in your life. So my question is, have you ever sneaked around with someone and had a situation? A situation yeah, I've had a situation before. Had, Every person had, had a situation. <laughs> Even yeah. when you don't know you were in the situation, you have been in one. <laughs> and any childhood <laughs> memories of yourself sneaking around and doing anything rebellious in your life? Oh yes, oh, definitely. Said, oh yes, it's so quick too. <laughs> yes, I had like when you when you're a Jamaican child, you have to sneak. There's no you. There's a lot of rules, right? So you get really good at sneaking. Like everything is a sneak. Sneaking chicken out the pot when they turn around. Like I, I've been sneaking all my life. It makes sense why you created the song Sneaky Lines. That is the title of the episode. I've been sneaking all my life. life. Yes, <laughs> right on the spot. <laughs> no but for real like yeah definitely because i i i have all brothers and i'm the only girl matter of fact it always shocks people but my mother has four sons my dad has 10 i have 14 brothers in total and i'm the only girl child on both sides lucky so, lucky. lucky yeah you they so were probably many, so they were really strict with, with you but you have so many siblings to look up to That's true. Like, yeah and so when you're the only girl um, you have to sneak. Like, everything you do, like, I could never just have a boyfriend. I wasn't one of those girls who lost my virginity super early because, like, who? To who? Like, they're all my brother's friends. <laughs> and they're friends. all going to be afraid, of, you, afraid yeah. of your brothers, too. Yeah. They don't want to talk to me, right? So it's just, like, you, you grow up with so many rules, so you do get good at, like, hiding stuff. Like, even when I... Sorry, my phone's on 20%. When I had my first uh, boyfriend, I told my brother, and he, I was, like, I was... I'm at big, big age. I was like, kind of like shaking when I spoke to him. Like, I kind of, there's somebody, he's like, you know, you don't have to like be scared to tell me, you know, he's like, you can say you have a boyfriend. I'm like, can I? Like, I thought it was a trick question. I thought it was a setup. So I'm like, no, I don't. He's like, listen, he's like, I know. He's like, mom told me you have a boyfriend. It's okay. And I'm like, okay. I kind of, maybe there's someone that I kind of, I'm getting to know. And he's like, that's fine. And then I was like, from there, I was like less scared. But, but what about the friends? Have you ever that. had a sneaky friend? <laughs> that's my first time ever hearing Izzy. His thirteenth. That, that one is interesting. Have you ever had a sneaky friend? Oh, a friend that's been sneaky yeah. towards me. Absolutely, yeah, I've had a sneaky friend. Yeah, same. But jeez, history too heavy right here. I've never heard of what's funny. So I was watching your. You have a YouTube video called "When Your Friends Are No Longer Your Friends" or "When Your Friends Secretly Don't Like You." You have a video like that on YouTube, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I watched. Like, uh, it has a lot of views. First of all, it has. Is it a lot of persons relate to that. Is it a hundred thousand views or like getting up to a hundred thousand? It has yeah, views. I was watching yeah. it like, mm, mm, I yes, feel you, girl. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes please. Yep. Yeah. No, I need to go watch it. It was all facts. So, how do you know so much about that? Was it personal, or you just like you're just a smart woman and you just observe what's going on around you? I've always been the friend that I feel like. And it's crazy. Like, I'm one of those people that have dreams and they come true. So my friends kind of think I'm a little creepy. And I know people, Jamaican people, like, oh, I had a dream last night of fishing. It's not even that. Like, I'll literally, I will have a dream dead stamp of what happens. And then when it happens, people get uncomfortable around me. They're like, how the fuck did you dream that? And I'm like, I don't have the answers for you. So I've always been very good at reading people. If I, even when you say, have I ever had a sneaky friend? I've had a sneaky friend, but I knew. Like, I knew what they were on. Like, no one has ever really shocked me or did something I didn't feel coming or see coming. Like, I read energy very well. So the reason why I'm able to make a video like that is because I'm always a friend people come to call in the middle of the night crying, men and women, 
um, married and single asking my advice. How do, do I know so much? I mean, I think when you're young and you've been through so many different situations, some traumatic, some whatever, like you learn quickly. I, I think some of my life experiences have caused me to have to grow up a little faster than I wanted to. Sometimes. So speaking and of I emotion, think- is your next song going to be that kind of emotional vibe as well? And when's your next project coming out? Um, definitely, I'm going to be releasing something in February. Um, the song that I'm working on is called Wasting My Time. And it is more of an emotional ballad. Okay. More so than the other ones I put out. The other songs I put out have been a little bit more sexy, a little bit more uh, sultry. This is more like actually showing more of my emotions and my feelings. Um, and, and the less like confident side of relationships. Because I think um, I want to, one of the things that are really important to me is I want to be more um, vulnerable in my music. I think even from my pictures, I always usually post very nice, you know, dressed up pictures. I never really show myself, like maybe without makeup or in really relaxed clothing or just what I'm feeling, like my lows. I want to get to a place where, especially through my music, where I'm more open because I'm not perfect. You know what I mean? Like I have definitely had some shitty relationships. I've cried, I've gone through stuff. And I feel like people will be able to relate to me more when they can see, oh man, me too, you know? And I think I love the artists where I have the Me Too moments. So for sure, because it's hard for me maybe to talk about my feelings, I will admit that I don't do that well. But um, I, I think I could definitely sing about it. So I'm going to show that more because it feels like a safe space for me. Where you know. So tell the listeners a- where they can follow you so they can find out when your next project is coming out and when they can listen to your music. Well, um, following me on Instagram, because that's where I'm most active, uh, which is at Natosh, N-A-T-O-S-H, Renee, R-E-N-E-E. Um, you'll definitely be able to hear the updates, the previews, the countdowns to when songs are coming out. And to listen to my music, if you happen to not be a social media person like that, would always be on Spotify or iTunes. Definitely. We're going to go listen to her music. Natosh, mm-hmm. thank you so much for linking up with us. 